Uh, Jonathan ACA, um, glad to be here. I'm a little bit nervous. Uh, this this group has been a real pillar for me in, in my recovery and a lot of people in here have become fellow travelers over the months and I think probably over a year since I've been attending this group. So really grateful to get to, to share here. Um, I wanted to talk about step six today. Um, it's been on my mind a lot, but um, before getting to that, I'd like to welcome anybody who's new to ACA and or new to this group and uh, maybe tell you a little bit about what my life was like before ACA and, and what brought me here. Um, so, um, you know, alcoholism and mental illness are a big part of, of my family. My uh, grandfather was a psychiatrist and, um, and uh, took his own life when he was in his, his 30s. Uh, my great grandfather was an alcoholic. Uh, my aunt was an alcoholic and uh, had many traumatic experiences throughout her lifetime and, and died in her 50s. And uh, my father uh, is an alcoholic and intravenous drug user and uh, suffers from bipolar uh, disease. So um, when, I, when my mother was pregnant with me, um, she wasn't sure if my father would stick around or not. And um, he sort of went out on a on an alcoholic, you know, drug binge before I was born. So I wasn't put on, um, his name wasn't put on my, my birth uh, certificate uh, or, or, you know, in my names. And, um, and yeah, you know, there was a lot of, of abuse and various forms of, of that abuse and, and neglect growing up. Uh, I saw my father, but irregularly, and uh, I never knew what to expect. I never knew what, what version of him I would get, you know, would I get the rageful, uh, you know, alcoholic, overly strict, militaristic um, version of him, or would I get the, the loving version of him? And, you know, that's, that, that could change from one instant to the next. Um, so I was very, very afraid, you know, I was very afraid of, 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 uh, of my father. Uh, sometimes after school, I'd sort of conveniently forget that I was supposed to go to his house and I would go to my mom's instead. And he would get angry and he would call me and, and, uh, and force me to, to, you know, take the bus at night and go back to his house. And, um, and I remember being, you know, so terrified of, of going to his house, but also terrified of, of not going and what the consequences could be. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm an only child. There was a lot of uh, loneliness growing up. I grew up mainly with my mom, uh, but, but saw my dad sometimes. And, um, and yeah, there, there was a lot of loneliness and, um, and you know, not understanding why I didn't have uh, mother and father at home and brothers and sisters like I saw uh, other people at school have or like I saw in, in the movies. And um, yeah, I, I really sought to, to fix myself through, through others and, and through relationships. And so very early on, um, I, looked in, um, I looked at relationships uh, as a way to fix me. So I, you know, I sought uh, friendships with boys uh, so that I could you know, learn what types of clothes I should wear, how I should behave with others, which sports I should like, which, which players within those sports I should like. Um, I, you know, I wanted girls in school to like me and sought, you know, relationships with, with, um, with, with girls just to, to fix myself and feel like I was, I was okay. Like I was needed, like I was, like I had value and, um, and that went on for, for a long time and to a certain extent still is 
part of my life today. And um, so what brought me to ACA was, um, as it's described in, in the ACA red, Big Red book, uh, for me, it was a codependent bottom. And I was, I was in a relationship um, that was abusive and, and very chaotic. And um, I completely lost myself um, in this relationship. And um, I, I, I lost sense of identity. I didn't know who I was. I, 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 I was sort of acutely aware of not being able to set any boundaries and um, getting hurt, you know, left, right and center in this, in this, in, in this situation and doing things that were outside of um, uh, my values and outside of how I wanted to, to be as, as a human and, uh, and not being able to say no and uh, just feeling really, really powerless. Um, and and it, was, it was so chaotic and it was, it was really painful. And, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was the third significant relationship that I had been in. And I didn't understand how, you know, everything could, it could always, you know, it, it always started with so much promise and so much excitement and so much, um, you know, this is, this is the one. And then ended with so much confusion and, and despair and, and chaos and, and pain. Um, so in that process, I, I looked up codependency and, and I was like, man, this is my addiction. You know, this is, this is my thing. Uh, and I felt like it was, it was, it was like glued to my bones. It was glued to my DNA. I had no idea how to not be codependent. And, um, by then I had done probably like 10 or so years of talk therapy off and on and, uh, and just felt like it didn't cut it. I felt like you know, like it wasn't going to work like that, that in itself was not going to help me change in the way that I needed to change. And I felt just completely powerless. Um, and, uh, when this, when this relationship finally, finally blew up and, and got even more chaotic, I, I became willing to try something different. And, uh, I found an addictions, an addictions counselor, uh, who worked with, uh, with couples and who worked codependency. And I thought that made a lot of sense. And it was kind of the first time that I started to see codependency as an addiction. Um, you know, seeing this, this person who's an addictions counselor working with, with codependence. And so I, uh, I went to see her and, um, and I, I told her about what I was experiencing. And she suggested that I do one Al-Anon meeting, one CODA meeting and, uh, and an ACA meeting. And then uh, that I choose one of one of those three and uh, the, the one that I like most and then that I do three of those. And uh, the first that I did was ACA and I heard the laundry list and I heard people share and I was like, wow, this is this is exactly me, you know, and uh, I had such a sense of relief that, you know, this feeling of, oh, my God, these people describe me so well, they understand me so well, better than I understand myself. And and um, and they say they have a solution. And, and, and it felt like it had it had depth and weight because um, it was the first time that people had explained what I was so well to me. And uh, and I felt like I had, you know, I I had my tribe, you know, that 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 feeling of of belonging that I was looking for, that feeling of of not only being understood, but also having something that I could grasp onto that can, that can help me in a positive way rather than um, something that I would get lost in and eventually get hurt by or, you know, self-destruct in, you know. 
Um, so I, I, I really, I, I got a lot of hope um, when, I, when I finally decided to, to, to try something new and, and walk into an ACA meeting for, for the first time. And there were a lot of um, people there that, you know, offered to help and who supported me. And um, yeah, so that was three years ago, three years ago almost. Um, and in the process, you know, in, in those early days, I sort of started to get a little bit more aware of what I was doing to numb, numb out and, and check out. And, um, and, and I got a little bit more aware of, of how I was drinking. And, and I realized that uh, my drinking was, was problematic. And, um, you know, six months in, I started realizing like, okay, there's, you know, there's, there's something wrong here. And, and my drinking is preventing me from doing any real or significant or, or deep work in, in this program. And it's not like I'm drinking every day. It's not like, um, you know, I'm, I'm drinking an entire bottle of vodka every time I drink, but, but something's wrong here. And once in a while, I would just go on these terrible benders and feel, feel such shame uh, after them. And, uh, and I was just becoming more and more aware of this, this loss of, of control uh, in relation to my drinking. And I had a sort of temporary sponsor at NACA at the time who was also in AA. And I would call him during my hangovers and he would tell me <clears throat> stuff like, you know, over, over any considerable period, it only gets worse, never better. Um, this line from the AA big book, I didn't know it was from the book, you know, and, and he said, you know, we, we have a progressive illness. It, it never gets, it, it always never gets better, only worse. And anyway, he was just pulling lines from, from the AA big book, but it sort of planted seeds and all that to say, I ended up joining uh, AA um, about nine months into into ACA. I was really surprised, you know, to realize that I was an alcoholic. I thought I had escaped that one, and when I heard we became alcoholics in the in the uh, fourteen traits, I was like, oh well, I don't have that one, but apparently I do. So, um, but that's been a blessing, and I, I mention it here because um, you know it's it's a really really big part of of my ACA program to. Uh, you know, and, and, and how I reparent myself. Like, you know, I can't reparent myself if I'm getting fucked up. And, uh, and alcohol was um, <clears throat> sort of something that I used to sustain unfulfilling relationships and a lot of dysfunctional, maladaptive ways of being that were not only drinking. Um, and so it really gives me a foundation and a basis for living that's, that's important for me. You know, it's, it's a big part of, of, of being a, a loving parent for myself to, to be sober as well. Um, <clears throat> so I, I got a sponsor there. I have a sponsor in ACA. I've, I've done the steps in AA. I'm in my second round of those. And in ACA today, uh, I, uh, I'm in my eighth step, the, the first half of, of the eighth, which is... Uh, Thank you. Oh, five minutes already. Okay, I didn't see the, the ten. All right. Um, so, um, so yeah. So my my life has has improved in in a lot of in a lot of really cool ways um, through through working the steps in, in ACA and, and getting a sponsor and doing service in this program. And I'm in a loving parent guidebook uh, work group with uh, with a group of, uh, of men, uh, several of whom are, are on this call, and I'm really grateful to, to see today. Um, so my relation, you know, everything in my life has improved. My, my friendships have deepened. My career has um, expanded in ways that I could have never imagined. Uh, my relationship with my family has improved. My, my father relapsed 
a couple of months ago after eight years of sobriety and I was able to uh, support him and visit him in the in the psychiatric ward and uh, and also set boundaries and not take on too much responsibility. And I can do that with my grandmother when she oversteps and, and my father and, you know, I can say no. Um, and and um, uh, my relationship with myself has has really gotten better. Uh, I I meditate uh, almost every day. I do a little bit of stretch stretching in the morning, and I'm starting to develop this relationship, this idea of of an inner family, and um, and and starting to feel like it makes sense for me. And and I thought it was the most tacky ridiculous thing when I when I heard it uh, at first in ACA and 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 now I'm starting to to realize how beneficial and helpful it is for me and um, letting go of a lot of the uh, slowly but surely uh, letting go of of the perfectionism that I had you know this feeling that I had to fix everything by Thursday two minutes I see that thank you um, so I didn't get to read. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll read real quick. Uh, part of the process of becoming entirely ready, this is on step six, is to feel the painful consequence from character, from my character defects. This naturally follows from admitting my wrongs, which I did in step five. As long as I was rationalizing and blaming others for my problems, I had no motivation to change. Once I quit rationalizing and took responsibility for my behavior, I saw how letting go of my character defects can be of benefit to me. Change can be painful and scary. The process of becoming entirely ready in step six means I get uncomfortable enough to allow change to happen. And um, I was talking about this with my sponsor today. You know, I, I, I think that I, I'm very much addicted to comfort and um and and uh and pain is very scary for me because i i had no one to support me through pain as as a kid and i had no models uh no healthy models to deal with that pain and so when i feel pain and when i feel the discomfort of of letting go of my some of my ineffective ways of of being uh or or stepping into the unknown it can be very very scary and i can feel very alone um, or, or, or fear being alone, you know, but, um, the truth is that today I'm, I'm not alone. And, um, and there's a lot of people that I can call for help and I can come to these meetings and I can talk about things. Um, and because I have, um, you know, I, I've, I've had demonstrated proof of, of things getting better. I feel today a lot more trust in the fact that I don't need to over, overthink things or, or, or push too hard. Um, and that things will just happen naturally um, as a consequence of, of just showing up, you know. So I, I have my meetings. I have my regularly scheduled calls with my sponsor for step work. One minute, I see that. Thank you. Um, I have my loving parent um, work group. And, um, and, and, you know, lately I've been numbing out. I've been escaping. Um, I've been you know, dissociating in, in all these ways, but, but it's, it's really interesting to be able to see it and to know that it's there and to, and to be like, it's okay. It's okay. I see you and, and things are getting better. And, you know, we, we're not perfect and, and, and that's totally fine. And, um, and so I, I feel more present today and I feel more trusting of, of, of just the natural flow of life through, through this program. 
and um, and I'm grateful for that. So thanks for letting me share. I didn't say, you know, 20% of what I wanted to say, but I guess that's what I had to say. So thank you all. Thank you.